Good morning, everyone. It is Sunday, September 10th, 2023. It's the MLB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin. Joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be previewing UFC, Noche UFC, Grasso versus Shevchenko 2, and we'll talk a little bit about contender series this week. Um, because, uh, just on the short notice here, guys, I don't have a lot of time. Marcel has something to do. So we have about, I'd say, 40 minutes right now with you guys to, to break this card down that I got to leave. But uh, we're going to preview the whole card. Marcel, uh, hope you're doing well, man. Um, we just recapped UFC 293. As strictly, if you missed that, go back and listen to it, guys. It was a great, uh, fun uh, podcast episode. Again, we wish we had more time this morning, but it's okay. Um, we're going to break down Noche UFC now. Marcel, just give me your thoughts on this card as a whole. I'm not going to lie, man. It's kind of watered down. You know, it yeah. would have been like a big event for the Mexican people, but um, there are very less Mexican high-level fighters on this card. You know, I think there are like, there are some good fighters on the card, don't get me wrong, but it's not like a huge contender kind of card. I think I, I think the Comey event kind of saves it with Kevin Hall and Jack Medella Madalena, you know, but it's like, and it's some weird bout ordering as well, to be really honest. So it's like uh, Santiago Ponzinibbio got dropped off the card. Uh, Shafkat against Gastelum got dropped off the card. So it's like, it's not really a great uh, bout order lineup, in my opinion. But hey, we'll see. Maybe it's fun. We'll see, you know. But um, yeah, I understand the criticism on this card. But we'll see. I mean, maybe it's a great card. I mean, there was a lot of criticism on the UFC 293 card as well. And it turned out to be a fun one. So yeah, we'll see. It was definitely a fall one. There's no doubt about it. And, and uh, yeah, we'll see. But you're right, because it lost a lot of fights, right? Didn't this card yeah. lose a couple of fights? Um, how many fights are we down to, Marcel? Uh, we have five main card fights and six prelims, so 11. Okay, so 11 fights. All right. So, yeah, I think it had more before. We do have a few really good fights in this card, though, and I'm looking, looking forward to talking about them. Um, some of the uh, the fights, though, did fall off, and then we had a few like short-notice guys coming in here, so... It'll be interesting to see what happens. All right, let's say we get into Marcel because we don't have a lot of time this morning to, yeah, to break right. it down. Just really quickly and get some comments. We got we're boy Antoine here. Antoine, what's up, brother? We got Marcus here. We got Tristan. Yeah, I did notice the line, man. The line is really shifting. Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, but might, the thing is, Marcus, we might lose one of them this week. It might get down to like ten. That's what I'm worried about. Um, anyways, let's get into the card. All right, guys, let's start with the first fight of the night. We're using the UFC uh, stats bout order. And the first fight on the card, Josephine Knudsen taking on Marnich Man. And this fight honestly should not be happening in the UFC. Like Dana White, don't get me wrong, Knudsen should have got signed, but Dana White passed on her. Then a few days later, they signed her to fight Yasmin Lucindo on short notice. And then Yasmin has to pull out, and then they sign Marnich Man. Marnich Man should not be in the UFC. Okay. Like she didn't earn it, she shouldn't be here. Um, odds for this fight, Marcel, right now, according to uh, DraftKings, we have. All right, let's take a look at the odds for this one. Minus uh, 500 for Josephine Knudsen, plus 380 for Marnich Man. I mean, Knudsen wins this fight all day. I think she just outstrikes this girl. I think she could finish her potentially because like, because she didn't finish that fight and Dana White really criticized her, she might be pushing for a finish in this fight. She's taking on an overmatched opponent, taking on, like, what, a week's notice? Um, yeah, I, I'm confident in Knudsen. I, I'm guessing she didn't leave Las Vegas. She probably stayed in Vegas, right, after that last fight. And maybe they told her, like, just stick around. Maybe we'll get you a short notice fight one of these upcoming cards if someone gets injured, and that's what happened. So, yeah, I think she wins. What do you think? I'm happy, actually, for Knudsen, man, because I think if she fought Jasmine Lucindo, it would be very difficult, you know? Now she got Marnik Man, and Marnik Man is like, she lost in the Contender Series last year against Bruno Brazil by that head kick. Um, she'd been back to the regional scene, and she won there, but I mean, 
listen, Marnik, man, I don't know. You know, I I, I, I like Knudsen. I think Knudsen is fun to watch. Um, I, I disagree that with uh, with Dana was was like criticizing us. Like, listen, yep. man, she got the win. She did well. She she she. In my opinion, she deserved the the, the title shot. I would say she deserved the contract. Um, yeah, I'm thinking Knutson. Yeah, I also think she finished. Uh, she will finish, man. I, I think she might TKO or in the first round, even. So yeah. Yeah, I think she's really going to push that finish. Um, Antoine, I love the early Sunday special. No, we we do too. It's it's uh, it's fun to do it. Yes, that was a crazy knockout. That's why I think she can get knocked again. Knutson again. Remember, she had that lead leg high kick in the last fight, and she rocked the girl, and then she just pushed against the fence. That's why Dana was like pissed. Because uh, you know, he, you know, there's one thing Dana hates is when a fighter stalls and they push them against the fence after they rock someone or hurt them, right? So we knew that uh, he was going to be a fan of that. Anyway, she's decent though; she's definitely decent. All right, we're the next fight here, Marcel. And uh, actually, UFC stats is actually listing this as the first fight, but I'm, I'm, I guess Topology. Uh, I don't know. What, I'm going to use, I guess, Topology's order because you sent it to me this morning. But uh, they actually, I don't. They just added this fight, Marcel, a few minutes ago. I don't know if you saw this. They added Charlie Campbell versus Alex Reyes. So this is a short notice fight for. Uh, Charlie Campbell, very, very short notice because uh, the Tom Levy pulled out with an uh, like an illness. Levy would have just, just beaten Alex Reyes. I don't even know why that fight was happening, to be honest with you. It didn't really make sense to me. This one makes more sense. Reyes, though, it, it's okay. Let me look at the odds for this one minus uh, minus 375. Or sorry, I got the wrong odds. That's the old odds. One second, it's minus 350 for Charlie Campbell, plus 240 for Alex Reyes. I mean, I don't know how you lay minus three forty on Charlie Campbell because the guy's making his debut on super short notice, and we saw him a contender get chinned. But at the same time, you can't bet an Ox race. You just can't. The guy hasn't fought in how many years? Five, six years. He's zero and one in the UFC. Hasn't fought in six years. I, I'm shocked he's still on the roster. I know he's had a lot of health issues as well. This is uh, Dominic Reyes' brother, by the way, guys. Um, I just can't really. I mean, he could win, I guess, but I, I, I can't pick him. There's no way I can pick him here. Um, I, I just, I, this, this fight's just so weird. It's not, again, it's not really a UFC caliber fight in my opinion, but with, uh, Campbell's power, we've seen the power. He should win this fight. That's why he's a big favorite, but there's no way I'd bet on him here. What do you think, man? Yeah, man. Charlie Campbell wins this fight. I have him with first round knockout. I, I like him a lot. Actually. I think, uh, he's a good fighter. He's from Sarah Longo fight team. Uh, yeah. he did well against Chris Duncan on the contender series until he got knocked out. But he was like letting him up on, on the, in the fight. Um, yeah, man, I'm picking Charlie Campbell here, man. I uh, listen, man. I've all respect the world for Alex Reyes. Definitely that he comes back after this, uh, these horrible uh, health things he had. But uh, I think Nolan King did a great uh, article on that on MMAJunkie.com. Definitely check that out. Um, yeah, I'm picking Charlie Campbell here. Even as on short notice, he wins this fight. Uh, first round knockout of TKO, I think. Fair enough. Um, he should win. Absolutely. All right. The next fight, I got to be honest, guys. I'm a little surprised this is buried on the prelims because Tracy Cortez is pretty marketable. And then Jasmine Jastavisius had a really good win in her last fight. And yet this is buried on the prelims. I had a, I thought for sure this would be on the main card. But regardless, we have a women's fight here between those two. And odds for this one, Cortez minus 130, Jasmine plus 110. So according to the odds, very, very close fight. What do you think, man? You go for us. This is a Canadian here. Yeah. I mean... I don't think I've picked Jasmine yet in the UFC. Um, you did last time, right? Against Miranda. No, I didn't pick no, her. You didn't. I, okay. No, you uh, Actually, no, I did pick her against Natalia Silva. <laughs> actually, I'm wrong. I picked her against Kansas and Natalia Silva. So I'm, I'm uh, well, I guess I'm, I'm, 
okay, I, I, I should take back what I just said. I actually haven't picked her. I didn't pick her in the last fight, though. That surprised me. But, yeah, I mean, this one is uh, interesting because Jasmine, you know, is a big girl for this division, obviously. And 125, she's uh, two inches taller. She has three inches of reach for this fight. She has good wrestling. She's, uh, you know, decent striker. She's decent everywhere. But, uh, man, Cortez, you know, I've been on a roll with, with the four straight wins of the UFC, five included a contender. And she does have the wrestling, too. So this is this is, this is, this is a close one, Marcel. Because really you have two fighters that are going to pursue wrestling, I think. Um, I don't think Cortez has looked amazing in the UFC, but she keeps getting it done somehow. And then Jasmine, the same thing. So you got two fighters that somehow get it done every single fight. Cortez has that win over Blanchfield. I know you, you disagree with that decision. It's a few years ago now, but still, it looks really good, right? This was tough, man. I just think my my lean is Cortez to grind it out a little bit, like to get some more takedowns in this fight, but Jasmine's good and she's improved. So, again, not a fight I'm going to bet on, but I will, I'll take Cortez by the decision. I'm pretty sure this fight goes to three rounds, though. What do you think? Yeah, man. By the way, people are really complaining about Tracy Cortez being on the prelims, but let's be really honest. If... If she was Ferna Janduroba, nobody would care for no. these people who are complaining right now. So, you know what I mean? Um, it's 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 a close fight, in my opinion, to be really honest. You know, I think uh, Jasmine definitely has a size advantage. I think she's stronger. Cortez is really, uh, really pretty good on the ground with the wrestling, you know. I think we can might see a split decision here, man. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I, I think, honestly, I think Cortez got a lot of favorable matchmaking so far in the UFC. And I think Jasmine... They tried, but then even she fought Natalia Silva, and that wasn't favorable at all. But we didn't know back then. Um, man, I'm going for a little upset. I'm picking just the vicious here to get the win via split decision. A typical women fight, very close split decision. I, I I agree. I think it's going the distance. Maybe that's the play. Just the fight goes the distance because I think it's going to be close in this quarter. Split decision sounds good too. All right, well, the next fight here, we guys, we have a potential fight tonight. I would say Edgar Chirez taking on Daniel Lacerda. This fight should be good. Um, Lacerda, I think he went 0-4 so far in the UFC, and he's getting another shot. So you can see what the matchmakers think of him. They like him. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Chirez, minus 225. Lacerda, plus 185. You know, Marcel, like, I, I like Lacerda, but I can't pick a guy who's 0-4. I just can't do it, um, regardless of how exciting he is. And, and even though he looked great against the CJ Vergara guy before he got uh, finished, he looked great in that first round. It's just hard for you to pick a guy that keeps losing. Um, and then, obviously, his opponent here, Shirez. I was at that fight, man, with Tyra and Marcel. He made it fucking close. He dropped him. He uh, he had some good position on the ground as well. He did get out grappled. That's why he lost. But the striking definitely uh, showed up. And I thought he looked decent in that fight, to be honest with you. As a big, huge underdog. I think he was like plus like 700 or something. I thought he looked decent. I'm going with uh, Shirez, Marcel, to get the finish in this fight. I don't think it goes three rounds. I think he's going to knock on Lissera. That's my pick. What do you think? Uh, what do I think? That's what I think. Um, there we yeah, go. Man. Woof, woof. Yeah. Again, you know, I'm one of three with picking Lasarda, but I'm going to pick him again, dude. Uh, I like him a lot. I think, um, I think he can win the fight. Maybe I'm crazy, but, um, I you know, I really like Lasarda, man. You always tell me I'm crazy for picking him, you know, but he's a fun fighter and he can yeah. win the fight. I think, um, I'm going first round. I'm going to finish TKO first round. You know, I think he's going to yeah. do it this time. I think he he really needs to win here. I think he knows that, and he's going to go all in, you know. And if he doesn't get to finish, probably Chai Rice wins later or gets decisions. So. And this fight is not going the 
the three rounds. I mean, right. I, I, don't think so. I think, you know, if it's under two and a half, that's a great bet. I think they're going to set it. Let me check if they've set the, the, the total. Because I think it should be under one and a half. Let me double check it. I don't know if I topped there. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, this fight is going to end really quick. That's what I would say. Yeah. True's not wrong. He's got, like, no gas yeah. tank, right? But he's a fun fighter to watch those two minutes. Next fight, we got Roman Kopilov taking on Josh Fram. I mean, this fight could be in the main card, too, and I feel like, you know, Kopilov deserves that. But uh, mm-hmm. regardless, this is on the prelims. And then Kopilov right now, Marcel, he's favorite here. Minus 300, plus 240 on Josh Fram. I'm picking Roman Kopilov. I'm really high on this guy. I think he knocks Josh Fram out. Um, this guy is a ridiculous striker. The the last fight with Ribeiro, that that head kick, it was almost like taking a baseball bat and fucking knocking someone yeah. out. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy, bro. And then even like the fight before with Puna, that's where I was like, okay, this guy's really good. Like I'm yeah. like, this guy is really fucking good. And we had seen it at times where I remember that third round of that Albert Dariah fight. He looked yeah. really good in that third round, and then he knocked out uh, Dechirico. So you knew there was something here. But he's really you talk about leveling up. You talked about Volkov in the last podcast. I think Kopilov's level up. These Russian dudes just level up out of nowhere. Um, Framd is a guy I'm not high on. I think he's lucky the UFC resigned him. To be honest with you, I don't think he's impressed at all in the UFC personally. Um, I think you, if you if you're Framd, you have to finish a guy like Jamie Pickett. He can't do that. How do you beat Kopilov? He's going to grind him out. He's going to take him down. Kopilov's got 90% takedown defense. He's hard to get down. It's hard to hold down. I'm pretty sure Kopilov knocks out Framed. I'm thinking with a head kick again too with kicks. What do you think? I think minus three hundred is a little bit low. I would say minus five hundred at least to be honest. Yeah, I think he knocks Framed out in the first round as well. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him in the spot. I think we both really like him. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. He did take it on short notice because they gave him a new contract. Because he wasn't sure he's like, I don't know if the UC is going to bring him back because let's be honest Marcel, he hasn't been that exciting in this guy. He had that one was it the Cedric du- Cedric yes Dumas. That's really his only good win because otherwise he hasn't you know, look great. All right, guys. Again, you know, we're going through a little faster today, but we don't have a ton of time this morning, so that's why we're doing that. Uh, next up, we have Lupi Godinez taking on Elise Reed. Why is this the the featured prelim? I have no idea. <laughs> how how could that be right? There's no. Look, I would understand to put Tracy and, and Jasmine. Yeah. This what the fuck? This doesn't even make sense. Like, I'm sorry, but these these two girls are not exciting fighters. I I don't understand this at all. Anyways, the odds for this one. Godinez obviously is favored. She, her odds are minus 450, plus 340 on least Reed. I'm obviously taking Godinez. I, I think she takes Reed down. What's Reed's take on defense number? 50% is fucking terrible. Jin Yu Fry took her down at will in the last fight. Jin Yu Fry took her down three times. Um, I'm like, I'm pretty confident Loopy just takes her down. Now, again, Loopy's been she fights dumb sometimes, right? Like she's some her last couple of fights, Marcel, she just wants to stand and trade. I don't really get it. But I think in this fight, it's her coaches will obviously look at the tape, I would assume, and see there's a huge hole under Lee Reed's grappling. Again, Lee Reed, Corey McKenna fight taking down three times, Sam Hughes taking down four times, Loma took her down twice, Melissa Martinez, that super smelly girl, took her down once, um, the stinky girl, and then even uh, Sarge Eubanks took her. She's been taking down all six of her UFC fights. This is an easy fight for Gomez if she fights smart. I think, again, double like minus 440. I think she could be even a bigger favorite here, to be completely honest. I understand it's women's MMA. It's the women's uh, strawweight division. So I, I get that there's a little bit more variance, but I'm confident going to this win this fight by probably by decision. But to be honest with you, Marcel, maybe it's a fight she could finish. Maybe she could submit this girl. What do you think, though? Gordina's decision. That's it. There you go. There you go. They should change it. They should. This should not be the the um, the, the feature prelim. Gordon Russell uh, close. I agree with that too. Tristan's not wrong because what was that fight she had? The Angela Hill fight? Was that the one where it was like really close? 
Uh, yeah, and she lost, right? Oh, Cynthia Calvillo. Sorry, that was the fight. Oh, the I thought Cynthia I won that fight. Won. Yeah. yeah, she should have won that fight. So she got lucky there. I she's uh what five and three. Gonias is not a great fighter, but again, matchups are everything. If she just pursues wrestling, she wins this. She actually should she, look a minus a thousand in this fight if she pursues wrestling. She should know? have got the decision against Bane, for example, in her debut, I think. Yes, I agree with that. Um that was a weird fight with all the backpacks and stuff. That was strange. Yeah. All right, let's go to the main card, Marcel. We have a fun featherweight bout between Fernando Padilla and uh, Kyle Nelson. The odds for this one have Padilla, he is minus 250, and Kyle Nelson plus 210. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. What do you think? Yeah, so Fernando Padilla had a great UFC debut, right, against Julian Orosa, where we stopped him in the first round. And Kyle Nelson, yeah, man, I mean, he fought... He finally had his, I think he had his best fight last time against Blake Builder, finally, you know. I picked Blake Builder in that one, but Kyle Nelson did really well. I know he got the win over knockout with uh, against Marco Polo Reyes, but fighting-wise, I think this was his best fight. But I'm definitely with Padilla here, man. I think Padilla have way more uh, upside in this fight. I think he stops Nelson via TKO in the second round. That's what I see, and I think Padilla, uh, Padilla has a fun prospect, in my opinion. Good timing there. Sorry, guys. I had to take a phone call really quick during the podcast. That's funny. Um, you picked Padilla by knockout? Is that yeah, TKO second round. Yeah, yeah, that's what I have, too. Listen, Nelson definitely is, like, improved, I would say. Like, he looked better in the last fight against uh, Big Builder. And also against uh, Du Choi looked okay. So, he's improved and his durability's gone up a little bit. But I I don't think he wins this fight. Padilla's got a, you know, big knockout power, Marcel. He's... uh you know, the fight with what's it called? Rosa was very impressive. He's a good prospect. Um, I, I think he I think he wins this fight. I think he knocks out Kyle Nelson. And even if he doesn't knock him out, I'm pretty sure he wins a decision either way. So I, I really like him in this fight. And yeah, I I think he sparks him too. This is excellent in the comments said. All righty, guys. Rolling through the podcast today. Love it. Love it. All right. Next one. We got here we go. Daniels Al Huber taking on Christos Giagos, the Greek, the Spartan. Odds for this one. I'm assuming, yeah, Zell Huber's minus 250 as well, plus 220 on, on Giagos. Um, Daniel Zell Huber wins this fight. I think he knocks Giagos out. I've never been high on Christos Giagos, Marcel. I know he had a really nice knockout against uh, Ricky Glenn. I was really surprised by that, to be honest. But this guy's been in the UFC for a long time. What's his record in the UFC? One, two, three, four, five, six. I think and he had three stints in the UFC, man. He has. He's actually six and six. So he actually has six wins in the UFC, which shocks me. But I just don't look at this guy as a good fighter, really, to be honest with you. Um, clearly, though, he's got some skill. But again, the durability is a question mark. I think he's been finished quite a few times. Um, Marcel, I'm going to go with uh, um, Zell Huber by, by, by knockout. I, I think Daniel Zell Huber's legit. I know he didn't finish Lando in his last fight, but I think he's due for a finish, especially with all the Mexican fans in the crowd. I think they'll root him on here. I'll take him by a second round knockout. What do you think? Yeah, man, Daniel Zalhuber, the Mexican with the German name. Um, yeah, I would pick him as well, but I'm not as convinced as you are. Um, I, I think that's yeah, I really yeah, like this kid, the golden boy. I like him as well, but he hasn't shown great stuff so far in the UFC, in my opinion. So uh, his, his debut was really underwhelming against yep. Trey Ogden. And I think his uh, second fight against Venada, he did very well. And then he kind of didn't at a certain moment. So, um, he, if he fights the way he fought against Renata, against Giagos, and I don't mean in the first round, but after that, he might even be in trouble, man. But I, I got to pick Sal Hoover here. I think he wins the decision. Here's a question. What do you guys think the total will be? It might be out. Let me check. 
I don't know if it's out, but I would. I think they'll probably set it at two and a half because all, all fights have gone the distance. But lately, I think it. I think it ends inside the distance. You said decision or, or yeah, decision. So there you go. Marcel and me have a different read, but we both pick the same guy, right? We both are the yeah, same. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, let's go to the next fight here, guys. We have Raul Rosas Jr. getting a tune-up fight against Terrence Mitchell. Raul Rosas Jr. minus five fifty plus three sixty. Terrence Mitchell. Terrence Mitchell shouldn't be in the UFC. He's just he's not that good. Like honestly, and I get it. Raul, man, I I ripped him apart after the last course because he was so cocky going into that fight with Christian Rodriguez. You know, and then laid an egg. He looked terrible. But again, he's so young, Marcel. He's what nineteen. He can easily bounce back. Still, I think. Is he actually still 18? Oh my I god. So. Let me double check. Let me double check. He is. He's still 18 till next month. That is so fucking crazy. So that's the thing. You know, he already has a win in the UFC too, which is nuts. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the 18 year old. Um, I, I I'm gonna go with him by submission. Um, what do you think? Yeah, first round submission. I think this is a perfect fight for him to bounce back here. Yeah. Um the thing is, like you said, he was cocky. And the thing is with this is like he's very young. But you got to have people with you who are telling you, like, dude, slow down. You know, you can you can come there, but slow down. I don't know if he has that. I know his brothers are mixed martial artists as well as dad is. Um, so I hope they can tell him, like, dude, you can become really good, but don't go too quick, you know. And uh, I think the UFC regrets they booked him against Rodriguez last time because Rodriguez is actually really good, you know. So, um, yeah. Uh, Rosas, and he's got to struggle again if he doesn't get the finish early, you know, because we saw his gas tank against Rodriguez wasn't good, you know. Yeah. Um, but he gets a win first round submission, I think. Yep, no, I'm with you on that. Um, and we have the, we definitely have the same pick on this one. Yeah, the Alaska FC guys, except for really Jared Kane are not very good. I'll say that right now. Next up, Marcel, we have the co main event. This is, I think, it's the best fight in the card. I think people's main event, it's the best fight in the card, right? Yeah. It should be five rounds. Too bad it isn't. But either way, Kevin Hall taking on Jack Della Maddalena. Amazing fight. Um, this this is definitely going to be a good fight. And the odds? Jack Della Maddalena, minus 120 favorite, plus 100 on Kevin Holland. I'm actually really curious to hear your take on this fight because I think this is one of the more like volatile fights in the card. So let me start you off, Marcel. Give me your pick in the co-main event of Noche UFC. Let's be honest. If Jack Della Maddalena didn't fall Basil Hafez, what would be the odds for this fight? Um, He'd probably be a big. He'd probably be a bigger favorite, like minus one fifty. I think Kevin Holland gets a lot, a lot of respect, though. I mean, he's a good fighter, right? So, definitely. Um, the thing is, like uh, Basil Hafas doesn't possess the same uh, abilities that Kevin Holland does, and vice versa. You know what I mean? It's a completely different fight, in my opinion. Completely different. Um, people think Jack Della Maddalena can fight on the ground. I think he can. I don't think he's really good against really BJJ. Uh, how do you say that? Um, specialist and Basil Hafas. I, I won't say he's a huge specialist, but he's definitely a BJJ guy, you know. And he wanted to get the fight to the ground, so Madalena really would try to get to keep this fight standing. Plus, the thing is, like Madalena in his last fight, he had two weight cuts in one week. I think that put a lot, that put a lot of thing uh, uh, shit on him, you know. Um, listen, man, Holland looked really good against Kiesa, man. Go and give him credit there. You picked him. By submission, which I give you credit for as well. Um, Plus five hundred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, crazy, amazing. Um, still, Della Maddalena, in my opinion, is the bigger talent. You know, and doesn't always mean that the bigger talent wins. 
you know, but uh, I, I don't see like, I, I think Della Madalena wins the fight fight decision. I think it will be a great fight. Um, and I think it will be very competitive, but I see Jack winning. Well, it's a tough one, man. This was tough, guys, honestly. Like, I, don't get me wrong, I like both guys a lot. I mean, I picked them both like, a lot, especially Jack. I, I picked him in all his fights. But, man, Kevin at 170, I think, is a, a different beast a little bit, too. Um, and especially when he does decide to grapple, right? He has that different element. With with Jack, it's it's pure striking, and the striking's elite, don't get me wrong. But with, with Kevin, his striking's really good, too, and he can grapple you. So I feel like he's a little dangerous in more areas of the game. Um, yeah, you know, Marcel, like, I'm leaning towards Holland a little bit here, and I got I got to pick a dog in this card. It's not like I can't pick a dog. He's the one dog I'm looking at. I like having Holland a little bit in this fight. I I favor him a little bit. So as a plus 100, yeah, I mean that's my fate, my my lean. It's just kind of hard to hard to say how exactly the fight's going to go because uh, Jack on the feet is just so dangerous. I just think Kevin can make it a gritty fight, can get him maybe down, maybe he can get or just take his back or a neck in a scramble or something potentially as well. Oh, good. Can I ask you a question? If Della Madalena doesn't fight half as, what would be your pick? Would it be the same? I'm not sure. That's a great question, but it, it's hard to say. I, I just, I, you know, let me see. When did that fight happen? Was it after the... Yeah, it was, I think, in July or in August. Oh, it was, okay, so the Holland fight was actually after that with uh, Chiesa. Yeah, you know, Marcel, I possibly would have a different pick. You know what? I might, but again, it's. I think Holland's good. Like I pick Holland a lot, too, in his fights. It's not like I don't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I have so much experience in the UFC now. He fights so often. Um, I just, I'm a big fan of this. Is a hard fight to pick, you know, because both guys are so good. Again, not a fight. I'm, I'm, I don't want to bet on this fight because there's other fights in the card that I feel more confident in, Marcel. But like, if you're asking me who I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Kevin Hall and ever so slightly with this fight. That's that's my pick here. So Marcel needs a, a lot of audio. Oh. I don't know. Someone says it's fine though, so I'm not sure. Okay, Paul, so, Paul what's up, brother? How's it going, man? Glad to have you. Paul, Paul fell asleep though during the uh, during the main card last night. He's in England, so he, he was tired. Yeah, exactly. Holland's tough to finish, man. And he did lose to to uh, Wonderboy, but it was like a injury, right, or a corner stoppage, right? I think he broke his hand or something. So, um, anyways, it should be good. All right, let's go to the last fight here, guys. Main event: Alexa Grasso taking on Valentina Shevchenko. The rematch, mm -hmm. and the line is dropping. So the odds were like way higher this week. I think you could have got Grosso plus 195. And now it's minus 160 for Valentina, plus 130 for Grosso. So the odds are really coming down here. There are there is significant money coming in on the champion, Alexa Grosso. And, you know, Marcel, I got to be honest with you, man. I'm picking her too. You know, I didn't pick her in the first fight. I picked uh, Valentina. And Valentina, I think, was winning the fight up until she made that mistake with that spinning kick and then got taken down and submitted. But... Um, I got to go with Grosso. I do feel like, you know, she's going to win the fight again. Um, I think Valentina's on the decline, man. I really do now. Now that we've seen Tyler Santos fighting against Blanchfield didn't look great. And, you know, Valentina, I thought, lost that fight. And then, you know, she lost this fight. I think she's not as good as she used to be. She is getting, I wouldn't say she's old, but she's 35. Same age as me, you know, a few few months older than me. She's 35 now. So, Saw Israel Adesanya, guys, same thing, right? You, you start to get to your mid-30s, you start to decline. Just hit that decline phase. It's like these elite, great fighters, they finally hit that that wall. And Grosso, you know, tons of experience in the UFC as well. Very young still. She's only, you know, she doesn't say very young, but she's 30. She just turned 30 a few weeks ago. Um, in the prime of her career, five-fight win streak. Um, she's leveled up. You know, we've always known she's had good striking, but now she's really showing off the grappling chops. 
I think Valentina is beatable on the ground again. You know, I, th- I think that's how this will go. So I expect another competitive fight, but I do think that Grasso will mix in the grappling a little bit here. Very competitive fight. I'm kind of like on the fence between a decision and a submission, Marcel, to be honest with you. But uh, I am going to lean towards Grasso to win. I see all that money coming in on her too this week. I was already leading her, and then I see the money coming in, and it makes me feel a little better about it because clearly there's some heavy hitters uh, nailing that line on, on Grasso. Because look at the odds, guys. It was m- plus 195 a month ago. Now it's plus 130. So tons of money coming in. Or you, you, you might see the line tighten up even more. I, I'm actually curious to hear your thoughts on this fight. What do you think, man? So, yeah, I was like, after the fight, uh, Valentina was like, no fluky win, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, there wasn't a fluky win. It's not like he dominated the fight, you know. It's, uh, it was kind of close, in my opinion. She was 2-1. and one. I think would have been 2-2 two and two if it went to the fifth round. So it's like, uh, and she did a, Valentina did an interview with uh, Dennis, my colleague, right? And uh, she was like, uh, Alexa is a chance fighter. And then Dennis was like, what do you mean with a chance fighter? She's like, she doesn't have a game plan. She's just waiting. And uh, then she she is lucky when she gets a good shot and then she can win the fight. So I was like, she's still either salty or she's still in the denial, you know? I don't know. But uh, also against Santos, I think Santos could have won that fight against her, you know? And then she loses to Grasso. Man, I always also have the feeling that Grasso is going to win again. You know, for some reason, I think uh, Grasso is still Grasso is like playing our own game, in my opinion, and uh, she does well. I, I'm thinking Grasso by decision. I don't think she finishes her again, but I'm thinking Grasso with decision. It's crazy, man. If you asked me a year ago, I would never say this, but I know I really feel like Grasso is actually going up. And I feel like Shevchenko yeah. is a little bit stationary or maybe even going down. So I'm going with Grasso. All right, hit the button, Marcel. Woof, woof. Play it. Okay, let me see. Let's go, because we finally have a consensus dog. I think it's the first one we've had in a couple of cards now. Um, nice. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I think you guys are – I think I kind of agree with you guys. Yeah. No, no, we both got a dog here. So I actually picked two dogs. I had Holland and, and Gross, although the Holland line might switch. You had Jasmine, right? That was your dog. And then yeah. – and, and Lacerda. <laughs> your boy Lacerda is gonna get smoked again, bro. He's gonna look, he's gonna look like fucking Davison Figueredo for about two minutes, and then he's gonna look like uh, Francisco Figueredo for the rest of the fight. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that preview. We're gonna really quickly go over the Daniel White's contender series this week. I'll pull it up right now for us, but really quick on this one, Marcel, because I, I gotta get out of here in a second. Yeah, but, uh, sure thing. Sure thing. This is a, we got the, uh, the 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 preview, the speed show today, Marcel, but uh, yeah. Week six, crazy, crazy. Okay, uh, James, uh, is this two L's in a row, by yeah, the way? Yeah, two L's, yeah. What the fuck? It's such a weird name. James uh, Lontop against Malik Lewis. Um, odds for this one, the odds have... I, I think his, his parents had a stutter or something, maybe. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Minus 190 in Lontop, plus 145 Malik Lewis. I guess I would lean Lontop. These Peruvian guys are, are pretty good, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know, to be honest. I... <laughs> I'm not going to series. It's not easy to predict. I know the newest like, fault last year against yeah. Trevor Peak. But he yeah. looked good, but then he got he yeah. gassed, right? That's what happened. But, I mean, a lot of finishes. Again, not a, I would never bet on this fight. A.J. <laughs> Cunningham taking on Steve Wynn. I think he's like the Ninja or something. Is that his nickname? Yeah, the Ninja. It's but, a pretty cool nickname. But, this is his third time on Contender, by the way. By the way, Knox, that was the silver bark I used, man. Well, <laughs> you, minus 250 on Steve Wynn. Okay, so he's favored, and A.J. Cunningham is uh, plus 185. What do you think? I honestly think AJ Cunningham can win the fight, man. To be really honest, Steve, Steve when didn't he yeah. fought Adrian Yanes in the uh, Steve, before? It's right here. It's Elon Cruz. He got knocked up by, and then he oh, beat Elon Cruz. Theo yeah. Yeah, or sorry, 
No, it's yeah. okay. You don't, have to, don't apologize. It's okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, um, Marshall, bend your knees and beg for forgiveness. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds kind of weird, dude. It sounds kind of gay, but I don't know. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This freaking guy. But, yeah, no, that, that's that's uh, that's my thoughts on that one. Um, what's the next fight? We got Gene Mas- Matsumoto, Gagan, Casey Tanner. Uh, I don't, I gotta be honest, I don't know much about these guys. Was this, yeah, uh, odds for this one Matsumoto minus 150, Tanner plus 115. I, I don't know who these guys are, I'll be honest with you. Like, again, I don't want to come here, guys, saying like uh, this the contender series preview. Don't listen to the betting advice for this. This is just a quick preview, that's all it is. The bonus, the other advice, I'm trying my best to give you really good advice, but these guys, it's like. It's just so it's so much work to do all the tape study for these guys. You know what I mean? I don't have that that free time anymore to do it for the contender guys. If they go to the UFC, I'll do it. But right now, I'm looking at two guys who are unbeaten. I have no fucking clue who's going to win. You have any idea? No. no. <laughs> I, don't I, mean, want, I don't even want to give a lean. I guess the guy who's favorite should win. I know you. I know you're not that Dini's and the next fight he's a former Glory kickboxer, so that's why. Yes, Joanta Dini's against Eduardo Neves, and then Dini's. I think he's favored. Um, let me pull it up here. I'm pretty sure he's the favorite, and he actually has a lot of experience in kickboxing, right? Yeah, he is minus 125 and Nemes minus 15. I'm 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 actually looking at Denise here. I actually kind of lean him quite a bit. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Me you too. do? You like him? Okay, so yeah. there you go. Um, and then finally we have Julia Palastri against Patricia Alu Alugas. She's yeah. What country is I, that? Paraguay. Oh, Paraguay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I think Palastri. Fought against uh, Jasmine. She was in, uh, yes, yeah, no, yeah. It was someone. It was uh, yeah, Jasmine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. I think. She, I, mean, she, I, I guess think she wins. Yeah, she's minus um, minus four hundred. She should win. Yeah. The other girl's plus two seventy five. righty. Well, that, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Marcel was a really quick preview there. Um, yeah. yeah. Is there anything else, Marcel? You wanted to talk about really quick before we get out of here? Um, no, got man. Two, got two minutes I left. Was was fun, dude. But uh, I'm honestly kind of listen, man. I love doing this, but I'm happy that I can go outside because it's fucking hot in here. So <laughs> oh, I know I'm I'm feeling hot too, actually, to be honest with you. So I definitely feeling that. All right, let's just end the podcast, guys. Once again, appreciate you guys joining us. We're not going to do the podcast Monday night this week. We'll be back. We'll be back next Monday, 5 p.m. Eastern. But until then, hope you guys have a great week. Like, share, subscribe. Tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, I apologize for last week. Someone had messaged me saying that I didn't put it up on iTunes uh, and Spotify quickly How enough. How dare you? I know it's my How fault. Like I said, I was I was moving, so I completely forgot. <laughs> oh, to be honest, I forgot. It's not like it doesn't automatically have to do it on the next morning. So I'll try to get this up tomorrow. Should be up even sooner for that guy and for other people that are listening. So uh, appreciate um, you guys checking it out, though. If you guys do listen on audio, um, that's always good as well. YouTube, whatever you guys want. But yeah, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends about it. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll be back uh, next week. We'll recap Nochi UFC and then preview UFC Vegas. PC of Risketmark. Which one? 79. 79. So, too bad it's not 69, Marcel. Too bad it's not 69. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, guys, yeah. Have, a, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.